MSNBC. Carl Rittenhouse MSNBC says the Carl Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. Now, if I were MSNBC and it had been found that somebody working for me had gone stalking the jury, had tailed their bus, had attempted to find out their names and where they lived with the intent of publishing that during a trial, I think I would be and if, if, if I had been forbidden from attending the rest of the trial because of it, I would be very, very careful about giving my opinion or publishing an opinion on this subject. If I were an MSNBC, I think, I don't know, I'm not sure I have this much brass neck. MSNBC, which has just tried to essentially prejudice a trial, stalking a jury, an incredibly heightened, feverish political atmosphere where they would have been in real danger for their lives, Doubt this is an attempt to influence, to at least let the jury know that the world is watching them. Um, I, well, I wouldn't have done this because I'm not a morally disgusting human being. But MSNBC is. They say that um, the, the Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill, as we say. Uh, this is by Jahan Jones, Carl Rittenhouse, who fatally shot two protesters and wounded a third during anti-police brutality demonstrations in Wisconsin last year, has been found not guilty, etc. Rittenhouse, who was white, was 17 when he travelled. So where's... Mm, not swearing. So were his victims. I mean, they weren't benefited by their white privilege. There were more of them than there are than there were of Carl Rittenhouse. So you know, you'd, you'd assume that would be more privilege, wouldn't you? More white people equals more privilege. But in this case, um, the, the the lone white person with his lone white privilege uh, won out against the gang of white privileged people um, who were trying to kill him. It's almost as if. Race has nothing to do with it. It's almost as if the jury didn't see colour because everyone involved was white and because not everything is to do with race. It's almost as though that's the ideal of a justice system. Like, you know, Martin Luther King saying that we should judge on the content of character, not the colour of skin. Repurpose for today, we should judge by the content of reality, not on the colour of skin. Um, but no, here we are, race grifting from, all, from, <laughs> from an outlet, which has tried to effectively... Uh, from an outlet which has attempted to wreck a trial and put jurors' lives in danger. And now they're lecturing us on the racism. Racism that motivates the jury verdict. Thereby slandering the very same jury who they've attempted to expose to danger. So I think if I were one of those jurors, I, I wouldn't be giving uh, interviews to MSNBC anytime soon. And indeed, if I were writing a book about the subject as a juror, which I'm sure one or two of them are thinking of doing, MSNBC would not come out very well in that book. And I really, really sincerely hope that Carl Rittenhouse sues them into oblivion, because MSNBC is just a toxic, toxic publication. To be honest, I'd quite like to see, sue, see him sue a lot of uh, publications into, um, into oblivion. Uh, conservatives are encouraging white vigilantes like Rittenhouse to police progressive spaces by all means. Progressive, so, well, okay, it's good for MSNBC to admit that violent protests are progressive spaces. That's honest of them, uncharacteristically so. Uh, protests being attended by paedophiles and convicted domestic abusers and the type of person who will fracture an old man's skull for cleaning up graffiti and burn and loot and commit arson and who will try and kill 17-year-olds for defending themselves. Um... Yeah, they're progressive spaces by MSNBC's own admission. So, honesty. I don't think it's what they intended to say, but it is what they say. He was found not guilty, they report, on all five charges he faced, which include first-degree intentional homicide, first-degree recklessly endangering safety, excuse me, and attempted first-degree intentional homicide. 
The case had the makings of an acquittal before the trial even began. Some seemed clear even before an almost exclusively white jury pool was selected. What does this have to do with anything? Most people in Kenosha are white. Most people in Wisconsin are white. Everyone who died was white. Um, this has nothing... What? Why? What is the need to invoke race here? Beyond grifting. Where is it in... Where, where is it relevant? How? Why? In what way? Does this article try and explain? No, of course it doesn't. Because this is part of critical theory praxis, effectively. You have to live theory. It's not enough just to study theory. It's not enough to interrogate theory. It's not about, is the idea of white supremacy correct or not correct? What's the evidence for it? No. Praxis is, the theory is true, and we have to live that theory. You have to live your oppression. You don't interrogate the theory. You live the theory. This is exactly what this is. What, this is just critical race theory. This is the ideology, the particularly virulent subject, uh, subspecies of woke, which has infected most, I'd say, at this point, of the, the so-called liberal media. Um, Judge Bruce Schrader created an uproar by ruling that the slain protesters could be referred to as rioters and looters, but not victims. Rightly, because victims implies that Carl Rittenhouse is guilty, whereas they could be rioters and looters without saying, commenting one way or the other on Rittenhouse's guilt or innocence. That's just it, It's just basic terminology and it's basic law. Victims implies he was guilty, and the judge cannot allow that in the court. Rioters and looters, it is still sometimes unlawful to shoot rioters and looters, therefore it makes no comment on the legality or otherwise of Rittenhouse's actions. And also, they were rioters and looters, just a little matter of truth coming in there. Schroeder refused to punish Rittenhouse, MSNBC goes on for what prosecutors said amounted to a violation of his bond conditions. Rittenhouse is a white teen, again, who abides by white rules, and white people empathetic to those rules seem poised to insulate him from repercussions. I'm going to do something dangerous on YouTube and Spotify, where we are now, and Apple Podcasts, where we are now. This, this, you know, it will, well, it will be prove my point if it does prove to be dangerous, but I'm going to do it anyway. Let me, let's, let's, um, let's rephrase that. Let's say of one of the rioters um, who smashed windows and he burnt stuff and looted. Um, this rioter was a black teen who abides by black rules, and black people empathetic to those rules seem poised to insulate him from repercussions. Now, that's a risky thing to say, because... These days, it's obviously it's evidence of a white supremacist society that people can be shielded from all criticism based on their skin color or their ethnic background. Nevertheless, that is the case we're in in America, and it's not white people by and large who gain the protection. Um, in fact, that explanation would better explain, for instance, or would certainly better apply to people like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and the rackets that they run than anybody who supported Carl Rittenhouse. The day he pleaded not guilty to felony homicide, Rittenhouse flashed a white supremacist symbol and was loudly serenaded by... Uh, the OK symbol is not a white supremacist symbol. It's been a, a mainstay emoji since the days of the origins of emojis. It means OK. Uh, you, Donald Trump used it, which is how it became associated by rabid morons at MSNBC as, with a white supremacist symbol. It's not a white supremacist symbol, and you can use it ironically now because you know it will trigger people like MSNBC, but he's not... Anyway. On the night of the shooting, minutes before Rittenhouse opened fire, police in Kenosha thanked the rifle-toting teen and offered him water as he walked the streets. We appreciate you guys. We really do, one officer told him. Yeah, because he was out there assisting a police force which is underfunded and undermanned and beset on all sides by political agitators looking to defund it. He was out there doing the jobs that they were not able to do. Citizen militia. 
The Americans have a long history of citizen militias. It's in the Constitution, even. Um, I, if I were a police officer in that circumstance, under as much pressure as I was, and being given so much shit in the media for baseless reasons as I was, I too would be very thankful for somebody who turned out on my side to assist me. Lauren, and that has nothing to do with his skin colour. If a black person had turned out to do the same thing, I wish more people, black people did turn out to do the same thing. And frequently, they're the only defence in poverty-stricken neighbourhoods where the police can't go because the stupid democratic politicians have got them out. Then in, in black communities, it is black people who are responsible for defending their own property against the rioters and the looters, many of whom are middle-class and white and read MSNBC. So the racial picture is at least a little bit more complicated than MSNBC would have you believe. Law enforcement, including a department known to cover up its own lawless acts of violence, seems to give cover to Rittenhouse from the get-go, which is completely irrelevant to the jury trial because that's not a, a factor in the trial. It's his guilt or his innocence. The evidence based on what he did and what he didn't. Whether people outside support him or not, who cares? You don't support him, they do. Move on. With these endorsements, white conservatives felt all the more comfortable swaddling Rittenhouse in the protection they often give to police and vigilantes serving white conservative interests like stopping riots, looting and arson. Which, you know, if you want to say that those are exclusively white conservative interests, you can, MSNBC. But think about the implications of that statement. What does that say about people who are not white and conservative? Are you implying that actually they have an interest in rioting, looting and arson? That that's their interests? That that's what they do? That's what you're saying by implication. It's not true. People who are not on the rabid left know it's not true because we if you're not a, if you're not a progressive racist the odds are you're not a racist these days there are very few kinds of racists around who aren't progressive racists uh pitiful as they are we can't dismiss his supporters as conservatives merely talking taking sides in political squabble even though you just did last year then president donald trump's administration issued talking points to homeland security officials claiming rittenhouse went to kenosha to defend small business owners which he did we've had testimony in court from small business owners saying that's what he did that's, again, not a point of contention. It's a point of fact established in the court. Which, if you'd watched the court, MSNBC, rather than tailing jurors, you might have known. Conservative media figures have eagerly repeated those claims. Their support for Rittenhouse isn't a counterweight to progressive social policies like equitable policing. Their support is a physical threat to people supporting those policies. No. Again, unless you mean to say that everyone supporting equitable policing riots and loots and commits arson. Or that rioting, looting, and committing arson is a valid and legitimate way of campaigning for equitable policing. This is obviously not true. There are many peaceful protesters on the streets arguing for what they call equitable policing. We can disagree on that over a matter of politics. Fine. Um, but these people have no interest in rioting and looting and arson. They don't go about doing that. To equate the two, MSNBC is equating its own supporters with rapists, looters, and arsonists. And because they're on the left and because they're MSNBC and because they're Democrats, they appear not to recognise the irony in this. Conservatives are encouraging white vigilantes like Rittenhouse to police progressive spaces by all means. As one Slate article put it last year, own the libs is gradually morphing into kill the libs. Well, I don't know, I think if you go through America and you look at the vast majority of the civic violence that's going on and most of the people who are dying these days or being set upon or being attacked in the streets, most of the perpetrators probably vote Democrat. They're probably on the left of the Democrat Party. And... If you want to do away with the police, which is a lot of people's definition of equitable policing, um, well, then you're just going to invite more evil white conservatives out onto the street, aren't you? Because they're trying to defend the core values of Americans. They're trying to defend people's life, liberty, and property. That's that's what it is. There's nothing more complicated to it. it that That's literally it. And MSNBC, typically for MSNBC, completely misses the point. 
And they go on. There's another attempt to say that <laughs> yeah, Carver House himself was acquitted. Assault rifles, however, were guilty. Uh, we should put guns on trial. The his Carl Rittenhouse could we could have kept him off the witness stand completely, just stuck his gun on there and interviewed that instead because it's guns that do the killing, not people. The implication here being that if Carl Rittenhouse had stayed at home, his gun would still have been out on the streets on its own, willy nilly shooting protesters. Um, we could go on and on and on about uh, about this. Um, but I don't really want to get into the gun control arguments now because this has been going for long enough already. Um, you all know them by this point, and you know exactly what. Uh, oh, so this is USA Today is saying. Um, you already know what they're going to say. I, I guarantee it. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> Smith and Western AR style semi-automatic rifle that Rittenhouse carried. Uh, Wisconsin is doing the night of rioting was at the center of everything that went wrong. Well, only because it was held by a person who was being set upon by pedophiles. Um, I don't think you know, if the weapon had stayed at home it wouldn't have killed anyone if Carl had stayed at home it would have also been at home it wouldn't have killed anyone this is just nonsense and again the fact is that had he not had it on him at that time and had he still been minded to go out and try and protect life, liberty and property he would be dead now and would you see the same media commentators that we've seen so far um, take being as passionate against his killers against the paedophile and the domestic abuser and the nutter would MSNBC running, be running think pieces uh, attacking them for their progressive privilege and mourning the literal white fragility of a dead boy on the streets of Kenosha? No, of course they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. Because they're all grifters. They're all politically partisan grifters.